0: In 1854, Florence Nightingale walked into the nastiest hospital in Europe. There were bugs on the walls, rats in the sick wards, and patients sleeping on the filthy floor. Everyone inside was dead or dying. By the time she walked out, the place was sparkling, and Florence Nightingale had cut the hospital's mortality rate down by 99%. Russia is invading Europe, and upper-class women can't be nurses. At the time, nursing is the job for men and nuns, and Florence Nightingale is neither. But she'll be a nurse anyway. She has no problem breaking the rules. By 1854, she finally finds a nursing job back in England, though she's limited to only caring for female patients. This is especially frustrating to Florence, because if there's one thing she hates, it's other women. If you take one thing away from this episode, let it be that. Florence Nightingale hated women. You can take that fact to trivia night. No, you can't. That's, that's nonsense. That's crazy. No, Florence just wanted to also treat men because thousands of British soldiers were dying in the Crimean War against Russia. But because she's a woman, Florence isn't allowed to work in a military hospital. A year into the war, the situation is only getting worse for England. With thousands of soldiers now hospitalized across Europe, there simply aren't enough male nurses to care for them. England's Secretary of War finally relents. Florence goes to the nuns to recruit, and before long, she has 38 trained volunteers ready to follow her anywhere. On November 4th, 1854, Florence and her team of nun nurses arrive at a field hospital in Scutari, Turkey. It isn't pretty. The building is surrounded by trash and filthy sewage water. Inside, it only gets worse. The place has only 14 baths for 2,000 patients. And get this, no soap. Like, zero. Not a sopa. There are also no clean towels. But there are rats, lice, and cockroaches. The sheets haven't been changed since who knows when, and many patients aren't able to even leave their beds to use the bathroom. I think you can imagine where that combo lands you. Also, many of the toilets they do have are clogged. Still not done, with no open windows, imagine the smell. All the germs trapped inside. Soldiers come to this hospital to recover, but instead often leave in worse health if they ever leave at all. They often contract everything from cholera to dysentery. Nearly everyone inside is slowly dying. Florence realizes her most important supplies are not bandages or medicine, but soap sponges, brushes, and buckets of water. How did no one else think of that? She and her fellow nurses get to cleaning, scrubbing the place from top to bottom, and opening windows to allow airflow. Florence goes full Marie Kondo. She calls people in to get the sewers flushed out and reorganizes the record system. She even reels in some of the healthier patients to help. She also promotes a novel and crazy idea, hand-washing. She bathes soldiers, helps with their medical treatments, and then works on morale. She organizes a library, helps patients write letters home, and even gets better food imported from England. Interesting. I've literally never heard of anyone importing better food from England. Moving on. Florence helps the sick, wounded soldiers stop feeling like rats and start feeling like humans. Over the next few months, the hospital's mortality rate plummets. And when the war ends in 1856 and Florence comes home, she's a celebrity. Even the queen is a fan. Queen Victoria appoints Florence to a royal commission to study the health standards within the army. Florence and her team gathered data into some of the very first pie charts and realized that almost 90% of the casualties of the Crimean War were from disease, not Russian bullets. But then after Florence's methods are implemented, Hospital deaths decreased by 70 to 99 percent. With this new information, the British Crown implements Florence's methods across the empire, saving millions of additional lives. Today, nursing is one of the most popular jobs for women in the world. And it all started with Florence Nightingale. Thanks for tuning in to incredible feats for more episodes of incredible feats. Follow us on Spotify. And for more shows like this, check out the other podcast shows all available on Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts for this episode. We found coverage in the medicine and pharmacy reports journal and the American journal of public health, incredibly helpful. And you can find more of me, Dan Cummins, by listening to my numerous stand-up comedy albums on Spotify or by checking out my true crime, history, and more podcast, Time Suck, and my true horror and campfire tale podcast, Scared to Death. Listen, be inspired, and go accomplish your own incredible feats. Come back for more incredibleness tomorrow. Incredible Feats is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler. Sound design by Kristen Acevedo with associate sound design by Anthony Valsic. Produced by John Cohen and associate produced by Jonathan Ratliff. Written by Maggie Admire. Fact checking by Kara Makrulin. Research by Umbika Chotera, Jay Cahio, and Mickey Taylor. Incredible feat stars Dan Cummins.